I can't believe what I just saw. Those poor Chicago Bear fans, are you kidding me? Welcome to the Fantasy Football Show. We are live doing the Week 10 Buy Low Sell High edition of the show. Doing it live like we did last week because we had a, we had a lot more fun doing this show live. Um, I'm going to be producing a ton of 2022 content here right around December 1st. So get ready for that. You want Dynasty get ready. You want 2022 rankings, get ready. It's never too early to start preparing. I can't believe the end of this game. A shocking end to, to week nine. Week nine's been a mess. Week nine was horrible. But you know what happens when players play bad? Buy low opportunities emerge. Doors open that normally won't be open because of bad performing players. So with every bad week comes a good week for buying low and selling high. We're going to get into it right now. I appreciate everybody being here. Punch your, punch the thumbs up if you're uh, just joining. Let's get to the intro and then get to the show. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty. What's going on, everybody? My name is Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show live. I'm, I'm just watching out of the corner of my eye the end of this game. You got to be kidding me. Those poor Bear fans. If you're a Bears fan, I feel very bad for you. You just got lambed uh, by the field goal. Uh, oh, my God. You just need, you needed like this much more, and that would have that would have cleared it. What a horrible ending for Bear fans, man. But if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, you're, you're pretty happy about that one. Najee Harris looked good and didn't get enough volume. Uh, just kind of a, uh, I think, caps off week number nine in general. That's how week nine has been, you know, not only for Bear fans, but for even Steelers fans. Getting not as much out of Najee as you wanted, even though he looked good. Farmuth looked really, really good. He must be added if you need a tight end. But we talked about him. We've talked about Fryermuth over the last two or three weeks. There was a, a follower here in the YouTube channel that hit me in like week one. Like, what do you think about Fryermuth? And I'm like, eh, not like, what do you what do we think about Fryermuth, bro? Like, Fryermuth's looking better and better and better. So I'm not gonna sit out here and cap with you and act like I've totally been on board the whole way. But what's fantasy football? Adjusting and adapting. And Fryermuth has looked good for weeks now. A very, very good buy low. I've been recommending him on my text line, which all of you can get if you would like to go to my one-on-one -on -one text line service, heysmitty.com. Add that bad boy so you and I can text back and forth and get your teams uh, set up proper for the rest of the year and talk about trading and dynasty, you name it. Overcome with a super chat trading A-Rob for Santos, okay? <laughs> Smitty approved, not approved, I don't know. Wipe your feet, says Baked In Boys. Hit that thumbs up on your way in the door. And uh, let's get to the buy low and sell highs. Another super chat from John. Hurts uh, or Fields rest of season. Probably Hurts, bro. I mean, you run the risk of him getting hurt at any time. But, I mean, benched at any time because of the way this Philadelphia Eagle organization runs their team. But I think Hurts is doing uh, enough to be exciting to score points. Fields, dude, Fields is not going to 
Fields is not going to be consistent for you. He's going to be up and down. No, it's it's Jalen Hurts by a mile, in my opinion, by a, by a long, long mile. What's up, Tanner? Glad to have you in the building. What's going on, Jonathan? Friarmouth just won you your week. Baked in, boys. Let's give him a little baked in, boys. Baked, 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 baked in, boys. Atta boy. Friarmouth looking good. Friarmouth looking good in Dynasty, too. Uh, let's break down the week 10 buy lows and sell highs. Get ready. Here we go. Number one on the list walking into week number. Let me put the super chat right here and I'll get to you in one second. Week number 10, I'd say probably my favorite players on this list are Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill, uh, Patrick Mahomes. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I know what you're going to say. They look bad. Oh, Smitty, they figured it out. Oh my God, Smitty, he looks so bad. I don't care. I've seen people go up and down before. This is a cycle. Everything's a cycle. Things happen. Teams aren't driving. It's one thing after another. I get it. But you're buying Patrick Mahomes. You're buying Tyreek Hill. You're buying Josh Allen. You're buying Stephon Diggs at value that doesn't equate to the value you paid on draft day. So I don't want to hear but on any of these because their values are much, much lower than they used to be. There is zero chance I'm concerned about buying Tyreek Hill low. Zero chance I'm concerned about buying Patrick Mahomes low. The the key is buying low. And you don't have to pay. What did you pay on, on draft day? Top of the third round value for Patrick Mahomes? You won't have to sniff that kind of equivalent value if you were to mock up trade values based on draft value. Weeks 10 through 17. A little season, weeks 10 through 17, Mahomes wouldn't come close to being a top of the third round pick. Tyreek Hill wouldn't come close to being a top 10 overall pick right now. Stefan Diggs wouldn't even be in the second round. Josh Allen probably wouldn't sniff his old ADP value, which was what? 3.4 to 4.4. He wouldn't. No one would take him there. These guys are all win a league players at their current value which is significantly cheaper than it was on draft day. Same thing with Devontae Adams. You're not selling any one of these guys high. You're not. They're not. These guys, sometimes you live in both categories. Sometimes the wide receivers or running backs on these lists can live in both categories. And in some cases, we might have that tonight. Right now, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, and Devontae Adams, they don't live in both categories no one's going to overpay for any of these guys right now. Go buy them low. You will never see them cheaper walking into the, the remaining part of the season. Uh, overcome at a super chat here. What wide receiver to target with J-Rob? You know, you could you could maybe get away with a Diggs. You could maybe get away with a... Oh, God. Who, who could you probably get? If I had to look at a list of wide receivers here, I could probably come up with a, a, a grip of them for you. J-Rob, I would rather have Cordero Patterson if he's wide receiver running back eligible um, in some cases over J-Rob just because J-Rob's hurt. But J-Rob's got a lot of value if he can get healthy and continue to get the volume he had. 
he had a string. He had like one, one, two, one, one, or something like that in terms of touchdown production, or it was at least four straight games of having uh, at least one touchdown and one multiple touchdown game in that four or five game span. Um, but would I rather have AJ Brown? Probably. Would I rather have, uh, assuming he's healthy, would I rather have Stefan Diggs? I probably would. Jefferson, absolutely. Jamar Chase, you maybe you can get Jamar Chase coming off a bad week and people thinking, oh, maybe he's going to fall off as a rookie. Would I rather have DK Metcalf? Yes. Would I rather have CeeDee Lamb over, uh, 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 over well, I, I, over a lot of guys, but would I rather have him over James Robinson? Yes. I'd rather have CeeDee Lamb. And CeeDee Lamb is also a buy low. These guys right here, and CeeDee Lamb included, and even Tra Travis Kelsey did okay, but he's still a good buy low. But I'm going to pull him over here. I'm going to pull these guys over here just to give some separation here. So if we're looking at this list right here on the on the on this side of the screen, Allen, Lamb, Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, Devontae Adams, none of these guys. None of these guys are going near the value you paid on draft day. Not even close. The risk is completely baked, 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 baked in. Completely baked in. And so there's there's not there's no argument here as to whether you should buy low on them if you see them sitting at, at value that's like a round or a round and a half past where you drafted them. Uh CD Lamb included. CD Lamb, I don't I look, no one did well. In that that uh, in that Cowboys offense in Week Nine, I don't want to hear C.D. Lamb this, C.D. Lamb that. What about Amari Cooper? What about Dak Prescott? What about Zeke Elliott? The entire offense fell flat. You can't blame C.D. Lamb for that. Maybe he dropped a couple passes. Whatever, you can blame him for that. I understand. But when Dak Prescott throws for very little yardage, how are you supposed to get volume? I'm buying C.D. Lamb. I'm buying him any chance I get. If people want to jump ship, that's fine. Once he rips off a 150 and 2 TD game, we'll see how people feel that sold him low. You can't sell him high. Why would you sell him at all? If you can buy him at wide receiver 2 type value but get wide receiver 1 value in return, or in a worst case scenario, you get what you paid for. You get wide receiver 2 value. You're going to get wide receiver 2 value from CeeDee Lamb going forward. In a worst case scenario, you will get wide receiver 2 value. I'm buying all of these guys on the low. I'm buying Travis Kelsey low. People freaking out about this. KC offense. Mahomes will bounce back. Mahomes started off. It's not like Mahomes didn't do anything in weeks one through four weeks one. He had three TDs in week one, three TDs in week two, three TDs in week three, and five touchdown passes in week number four. I think I have that stat somewhere here that I can I can drag on the screen. Um, I want to say, ah, I might've, I might've deleted it, it, but I ha I can screenshot it and drag it on, but it, it was three, it was three, three, three and five during his first four, four weeks of the season on a tear. He's been in the slump. I get it, but it's funny how quickly people are, are willing to discard multiple seasons. I hope, hope I'm right. Diggs has been. Mega disappointing. He has been. And if you drafted him, what are you going to do? Sell him low? You can't. You can't. So if he's been disappointing, that means you own him. That means you drafted him. It was, it, it's kind of a, it, it, it sucks. The season's full of a lot of those guys that have had mediocre, you know, starts and been hot and cold. These are your, buy, these are your top buy lows. Um, 
Thank you for the, the super chat overcome. Timothy, why is everyone freaking out about Josh? He has one... He has one people like six weeks... Oh, I think you're saying one. One people like six weeks in a row, and now he has one bad game, and everyone is freaking out about him. Bro, this is the story of my life, Timothy. People freak out constantly after one, two... Even with Patrick Mahomes, the freak out is crazy. The fact that people don't trust their own eyeballs, which showed how good Patrick Mahomes is. He's on a whole nother level. Everyone thinking that he fell off or he's no longer good. I see some Instagram posts by other team pages. Granted, they're a little bit biased and slanted toward their team's um, you know, players. And they don't. They, they definitely talk trash about other teams and, and overstate things when a guy like Mahomes does bad. Like, Mahomes is trash. He's figured out. It's crazy some of the stuff I see on Patrick Mahomes. He will bounce back. Would I trade Zeke for Adams? I might take Devontae Adams. It depends on your running back situation. I'm going to talk about Zeke in a minute, Zinski, so hang tight. And and I should answer your question in a second when I talk about Elliott. Um, Traded Aaron Jones, Evans, Renfro, Lockett, Gesicki for Eckler. Justin Jefferson, Higgins, and Michael Carter. Fantastic move. Number one, Eckler and Aaron Jones. You could argue that, but I'd rather probably have Eckler right now. But they're very close. You could just wash that out. Pretend that they're even. Evans, Renfro, Lockett, Gesicki for Justin Jefferson, Higgins. Big win, bro. Big win. Love it, Noel. Noel, I love it. Good trade. Uh, Sell Chubb high. I I wouldn't say I'd go actively shopping him because he's playing great. But every single player, this is what's so funny when people come in here and I say, okay, yeah, I would sell them at the right price. Oh, you don't believe in Chubb? It's not about believing in a player. It's about getting a ton of value for a player if you need to make a trade. If you need to sell Chubb because your team won't cut it, if you lost this week and you had Chubb on your roster, you do need to sell Chubb. If you had Jonathan Taylor and he blows up for 150 yards and three TDs in a week, and you lose your week, you need to sell Jonathan Taylor. If you've got Cooper Cup on your team, and you've got three or four wins, and you're losing, you have to sell Cooper Cup. It doesn't mean that you don't believe in him. You're going to go get a boatload. Sometimes you have to make a trade. Sometimes you don't. If you're dominating, why why do anything? Entertain trades if they come walking into your uh, into your wheelhouse here, and you're like, okay, I, I can't, I can't say no to that trade. Somebody gives you Tyreek Hill, and I don't know Cordero Patterson for Cooper Cup. You might have to take that trade if somebody offers it because it betters your team. If let's say you're hit hard at running back, and, and Cordero can go right into your running back spot, and you could even say no to that one. I'll give you a better example. If someone came to me and said, I'll give you Diggs and Aaron Jones for. Najee Harris, I would take Diggs and Najee in a heartbeat, even if you said, give me Cooks, uh, Brandon Cooks back or someone like that. So it, it all depends on your situation if you need to make a trade. Is Mahomes really that good? This is what I'm talking about. Sam, I appreciate you, Sam. But take a lap, take a lap. I mean that take in the lap, best way, Sam. Take a lap. I mean that in the best way, but is Mahomes good? Have we not seen enough? Sam, have we not seen enough to call Mahomes not just good, not just good, but amazing and great? Have quarterbacks that have been amazing and great, 40-plus TD quarterbacks had down years, had half of a season where they slump, 
have had an injury no one knows about, struggling with a, a jammed thumb, or coaching madness, which might be going on right now? Have we seen players go up and down that have been great and just have a bad year or a bad series of games or a bad month? To actually, Sam, to actually ask, is he, is he that good? What do you, is he that good? This is Patrick Mahomes. Is this is Patrick Mahomes? Have every has everybody forgotten who Patrick Mahomes is because of a handful of weeks? Has everybody forgotten what he did in weeks one, two, three, and four? Do we just write off a player's entire start to a season because he has a bad month? I don't understand why we're here with some of these players. How we can talk about these players not being, are they even good? Are they good? Is Patrick Mahomes really that good? He is absolutely that good. He is absolutely capable of being the number one overall fantasy football scorer. Number one out of all positions going forward from week 10 on. It can happen like that. We have to be cognizant of what players are making us feel very, very down and frustrated and reactive. Trading Mahomes away with this kind of feeling would be reactive. And and, and Sam, I, I appreciate you. You're my boy, Blue. You know that. I make people take laps all the time. It's not a big deal. It's good for you. Um, I just, I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. Sorry you lost by .1. That's brutal, bro. That's brutal. Lamar Jackson is an example. Perfect example. Thank you, Justin. Lamar played like dog crap for half of a season last year. Not three games, not two games, not five games. Half of a season, Lamar Jackson was bent. He was benchable. Absolutely benchable. Benchable. Like you, if you owned him, you should have benched him the entire first half of 2020. Over a over more than 10 quarterbacks, 12 quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson was dog crap for half of a year last year. Turned it around, bounced back. Now everybody loves him. No one's talking bad about Lamar Jackson. No one's doubting Lamar Jackson. I want to hear people stop talking about Patrick Mahomes like he's done for the future, for the remainder of the season. It is crazy talk to be suggesting that Patrick Mahomes not only can't rebound this year and be the number one overall fantasy score moving forward, but that he has some kind of you know, downside moving forward in the coming years. It's absolute madness. It's madness. Aaron Jones had 20 points last week. This week, they were clearly saving him in the game where they had no chance to win. And it's like the world comes uh, to an end. Jones' 40 points week, 40 point week will come. I feel very good about Aaron Jones. And you're going to see him on the uh, buy low list as well. Um, so Aaron, what, Aaron Jones should have already been over there. He, he qualified as well. I should have already had him in this category of he could only go up from here. If you already own Aaron Jones, don't sell in a panic. If you already own any of these guys right here, and in fact, let me make sure there's nobody else on this list that needs to be dragged over in this corner. Not to the extreme that these guys over here, Josh Allen, CeeDee Lamb, Stephon Diggs, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, Devontae Adams, and Aaron Jones. 
These guys in an extreme way are being very, very doubted. Yeah, some people are like, okay, is Jamar Chase going to come back down to earth? Mike Williams is already able to be had very, very low. Um, you know that. You know that I'm on the Mike Williams. Um, I'm in the Mike Williams camp when it comes to buying him at wide receiver two or three levels. Not at wide receiver one, top five wide receiver. He's like 12 to like 14 or 15 to me. And I think he can get back to that, that place. He's dirt cheap right now. I'm not putting him over here because I want to emphasize this group all by themselves and say that these are league winners. If you walk in, slip in, and buy these guys well below the 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 the, the September draft values that these all these players held. If you walk in and buy them significantly cheaper than you did on draft day or the owner drafted them at, you can win your league these are win a league moves right here um pick up drake i have Diggs and thielen as my wide receivers then a bunch of boom or bus i have jt then jeff wilson ap was offered allen mixon plus was offered allen mixon plus well I, I don't you're gonna have to spell this out a little bit more in terms of what you're talking about as a trade um, you have JT, then Jeff Wilson, AP was offered Allen minus Mixon plus, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to, to say here. Respell it out, Saeed. I don't, I don't get what you're trying to say, but pick up Drake. He's okay. It depends on who you're going to cut. I don't, I don't cut Jeff Wilson. I don't think because he could end up being in the lineup, bro. No problem. Saeed, just repaste it right here and I'll, I'll drag it up and talk about it. But tell me what the trade offer was. Uh, Zinski. Zinski says, I need a wide receiver, running back, Jonathan Taylor, um, Aaron Jones, Zeke. Those are three really good running backs. You need a wide receiver one, I mean. Uh, Big Mike at Flex, Claypool, Cooks. I would try and sell, keep Aaron Jones, keep Jonathan Taylor, try and sell Zeke for Aaron, or for uh, Devontae Adams, or for like Jefferson Try and get a little more if you can because Zeke's a running back. But I'm going to tell you right now, Zeke, I'm going to put him over in the corner right now so everybody knows that I'm going to go there. Look, as as much as I hate to do this, as much as I love Zeke Elliott, where's Zeke Elliott? Didn't I put him on screen here? Maybe I haven't put him, put him on here yet. I thought I did. I'm going to be selling Zeke Elliott if I can moving forward. And it's not that I don't love... Zeke Elliott. It's not that he can't continue. Look, I was a big advocate of Zeke drafting Zeke, uh, making sure Zeke's on all rosters, drafting him and Najee higher than most anybody were, was willing to do, and he's panned out. He's been amazing, but he's a little banged up right now. The offense is, is hit and miss sometimes in terms of wh- whether they run the ball, pass the ball, and I'm not too worried at all about about Lamb's value. Lamb, you can get very, very low. So it doesn't concern me too much with Lamb, especially if you're going to acquire Lamb. If you own Lamb and you drafted Lamb, it has some concerns. The up and down uh, proneness of this offense makes you worried, okay? But Zeke Elliott, if you can get a Devontae Adams, if you can get a Justin Jefferson, you can get a Stephon Diggs. This is a top one to four wide receiver. And that's okay to swap and go across position and back out of Zeke Elliott, even though we loved him. 
We believed in him. We drafted him. I led the charge, but my job isn't to stick to my guns from the preseason through and not give you guys my change in thinking. Like, fantasy football is not just drafting. Fantasy football is drafting, adapting, waiver wire, trading, start bench, management, and and making the right decisions and closing out and coaching through the playoffs. It is a bunch of those components together. It's not about, did I tell you to draft Zeke Elliott? Oh my God. I'm telling you right now, because you can trade him for a top five wide receiver, a lot easier than you can trade him for a running back. So you got to determine whether you can survive trading a running back like Zeke, a top six running back for a wide receiver and still survive. If you can, if your team's set up that way, if Cordero can go into your running back two spot, you already got another running back like JT or whatever, you can afford to get rid of Zeke Elliott because of the way you drafted. Sidestep into a wide receiver like Adams, Diggs, Diggs and more, because Diggs you can get really low. Diggs is, Diggs is on the buy low. Um, but Jefferson and Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill would be a perfect example of a player that I, I would Smitty approve in a heartbeat for Zeke Elliott. Probably my trade recommendation of the night would be to go get Tyreek Hill for Ezekiel Elliott. And because it's cross position, it might be easier to do than you think. That will be, if you take away anything from my show tonight, that's one of the top moves I'm going to recommend. I'm just worried about Zeke Elliott. It's okay, it's okay to, to change your mind. It's okay to adjust and adapt. You have to be able to do that to be a good fantasy owner. And I'm, I'm just in panic mode at the current value. When I say panic mode, it's not so much that I think he can't do this or can't do that. It's panic mode about holding on to a, uh, a stock that's about to tank and you know it's going to tank. The longer you stay into a stock... It, maybe, it, maybe it doesn't tank until after the season. Like, we're right, it's going to tank, right? He's older. He's getting older. The mileage is adding up. He's starting to show signs of of, uh, of being overworked and getting hurt. And the offense is kind of up and down. It could tank after the season or in the playoffs. Like, it's not 100% that Zeke Elliott's going to fall off on our dime in the, in the regular season, in the fantasy football playoffs. He might survive. But kind of like in the stock market, you're holding a stock you know is going to tank. You just don't know exactly when, but it's close. It could be right now. It could be a couple weeks from now. It makes me um, concerned and worried about the player enough to get on here and sound the alarm and say, Zeke Elliott alarm has been sounded. I don't know how much time we have. We could have the remainder of the season. We may not. And because I feel like the, the probability of us getting the entire season out of Zeke is now a lot smaller than I had hoped. Sound the alarm. Zeke Elliott is in the hot seat. And I think we might, I might do something over here on the board where we have a hot seat zone and we put players in it. We put players in the on the rise box. I think I'm going to create a section over here where we do that. Or maybe I'll do it right over here on this board here where we talk about players that we have on alert and Zeke Elliott is is on alert i'm putting him on alert i don't know how much time we have start packaging oh here he is right here i was looking for where i had him <laughs> i already had him on the screen zeke elliott the first sell high for for 2021 week 10 on uh 
I love Fryermuth too. He's looking better and better every every single game, bro. I like him. Make sure he's not available. Saquon Barkley. I'm selling. We don't have much to go on. The guy sat out week number nine. We have no clue what this guy has in store for us. Now he goes on a bye week, right? The Giants are on bye heading into this week, correct? Let me let me put all the buys on screen for this upcoming uh, week. And that way everybody knows what is up. Let me screenshot that. Week number 10. The bye weeks are as follows. Giants, Bengals. Let me put this on screen. Giants, the Bengals, the Texans. These are your bye weeks for the upcoming week. Where can I put these? I'll put it right here. Bears, Bengals, Texans, Giants. And sometimes this opens the door. There aren't a lot of high-volume fantasy guys on this list. I, you know, the, the biggest ones are Burrow and Jamar Chase, right? Mixon and, and Higgins, I suppose, and Monty. Monty. Surprising Monty came back tonight uh, ahead of the bye week. I thought for sure they'd probably rest him or at least use Jamar, uh, Khalil Herbert more. That was surprising. They did not use a weapon like Khalil Herbert more. Um, I think he'd earned it. As much as I'd like to see Monty in, in one running back utilized, because we don't like running back my committees like that, it was shocking just from a football perspective that Khalil Herbert was not utilized. I've got Najee, JT, and have three wins. Target trades. You got to, bro. You got to take advantage. That's what I'm talking about. I don't want anybody selling JT if they don't have to. But Max, you have to sell JT. You have to make a trade. What you outlined for us right here, you have three wins. You have no choice. Trade JT. Go get an Aaron Jones and a Hopkins. Uh, two very doubted players. One's hurt. That's the kind of move you got to make. You got to take a swing, Max. You got to take a swing. Go to the Aaron Jones owner. See what wide receivers he has. Go to the... Uh, trying to think of another running back you can target, bro. Go to the... Go to the... the what could you even do? Aaron Jones is like the biggest one you could you could attack right now, I think. I feel like he's got the most upside and and he's so so doubted. Um I'm selling James Robinson. I'm selling Barkley. Barkley's on a buy now. He'll get extra rest. He could come back relatively healthy play, but do I think Barkley can stay healthy? I, the odds are probably against it. Mike Williams, I'm buying low because his value is silly. Crazy low. Josh Allen, Diggs already went over all these guys. CD Lamb, buy low, buy low. Tyreek Hill, my probably my biggest buy low on this list, given you could trade a worrisome Zeke Elliott for him straight up right now. Go make that trade. Do it live. Do it now. Devontae Adams. I love buying low on D Adams. I love buying low on Aaron Rodgers. I love buying low on Mike Williams. Austin Eckler, I don't know how low you can buy him, but I believe you can get him. I've seen a lot of deals where people have acquired him. You could get him a little cheaper than he should be. Joe Burrow, give me Joe Burrow all day long. I believe in Joe Burrow. I believe in Jamar Chase. The Bengals are on a bye. People might be extra frustrated with the, the bye week mixed with the, the, the pretty bad performance for uh, Jamar Chase in week number nine. Take a stab. Debo Samuel... 
He's already still, he's banged up. He played. He looked decent. The Niners are not easy to trust. You don't know what's going on with that offense. I still feel like you can get top seven-ish value out of him. If I can trade Debo at a top five to seven wide receiver value range, I'm buying. Uh, I'm selling him all day long. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I am going to buy. Justin Jefferson didn't exactly have a bad game. And if you watch the game, you know how good Justin Jefferson played. But he only caught three passes on the stat sheet. Got a touchdown, but it was not a huge day. And I think you could maybe, if someone wasn't watching the game, maybe take advantage of the fact that he's not feeling like the number one or number two wide receiver in fantasy football. But make no mistake about it. This man, because he can be the number one wide receiver going forward in fantasy football, to me, there's still buy low opportunity. Not as buy low as some of these other players on this list, but if someone's going to sell him anywhere outside of that top five wide receiver value, you're making out. George Kittle, I'm going to sell coming off the 100-yard game and a touchdown. Will he stay healthy? I highly doubt it. And what George Kittle can do, if you trade him in a package deal, he can make something look very, very attractive that might not look the same if you add in another player. So let me give you an example. Uh, Someone on my text line said, Hey, Smitty, should I trade Jerry Judy for George Kittle? And so think about this for a second. Jerry Judy, this is a a technique I call... uh, I've called it different things. The the coin phrase, I, I suppose the most common use would be you're you're just you're you're making trades that are inches closer to getting a, a, the, the ultimate deal done. So it's kind of like your 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 micro like we use the micro movements for for players when they have those quick micro movements. Your micro movement uh moving yourself up trade by trade to get something that you should um why are we selling Kittle Anthony? I'm in the middle of explaining it. <laughs> I'm in the middle of telling you, Anthony. If you just listen, pal, I'm here for you, Anthony. You're my boy, Blue. I'm I'm trying to speak to you about George Kittle. So this is where you trade and get just a little inch of movement to 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 get yourself to do another trade, to get yourself to do another trade. So what the the, the guy told me is, this, Smitty, I trade J- Jerry Judy for George Kittle. Boom, he does it. Is it arguable, Anthony? Kittle for Judy, you'd probably rather have Kittle, right? I would rather have Kittle. I love Jerry Judy. I love him for Dynasty, but in redraft, you got Sutton, you got Tim Patrick. You know what I'm saying? Anthony, you're the best, pal. You know what I'm saying? Judy, Tim Patrick, Sutton, I don't know. You know, I'm I'm willing to say, hey, give me Kittle, but you know why I like Kittle the most? Because he gives you that trade potential. So what does he do? He trades Jerry Judy for Kittle. Now he's got Kittle. Then he offers uh it was what was the deal? It was uh, I'm trying to remember the exact deal. It was Kittle and oh my god, I'm forgetting. I'm blanking out. It was Kittle. I want to say it was like Kittle and oh, what was it? I can find it. I think I can find it. He took a, a he took a player in Jerry Judy and another player that and he and he basically traded Kittle and that player for this player. Let me think what it was. Let's let me just throw names out because I don't remember the exact trade. But let's just say you want to trade your Barkley for Austin Eckler. Okay, no one's gonna give you Austin Eckler for Barkley. Am I right? 
Who in here in the chat would take Austin Eckler over Barkley? Everybody in the chat. Who here would allow Jerry Judy to nudge that trade over the edge? Does Jerry Judy buy you the upgrade from Barkley to Austin Eckler? The answer is no. Jerry Judy doesn't move the needle at all. Not at all. But Kittle does, potentially. Kittle and Barkley for Austin Eckler. Tell me in the chat if that doesn't sound better. Whether you do it or not, does it not sound better? Kittle, Kittle and Barkley for Austin Eckler. Whether you do it or not, it sounds better, right? It sounds convincible. Like you probably wouldn't do it if you hate Barkley, but that's a pretty solid trade, right? Wouldn't be vetoed. People would be like, yeah, I could, I could see somebody doing that. I might not do it, but it's very, very doable. What did you do? Because Jerry, Judy, and Kittle... That wasn't veto-worthy material. That, too, was like a, yeah, I could see somebody liking Jerry Judy. I'd rather take Kittle. But if you take Kittle and, and Judy, who are close to even, make the swap. Now you've got Kittle. Now you offer Kittle and Barkley for Eckler, a trade you couldn't have made if you traded Judy and Barkley. It is. It's the psychology of fantasy football. My point being, Anthony, and this is why you probably asked the question because I went on a tangent is why trade Kittle trade value Kittle is worth holding if you can hold him but because you can acquire him using guys like Jerry Judy guys like Brandon Cooks guys that if you threw in with Barkley wouldn't land you an upgrade into Eckler because Kittle can do that from a tight end position it makes amazing sense Barkley was on my do not touch list at the beginning of the season and he has proven me 100% correct. I want zero shares. Crazy world, you are not alone, pal. You are not alone. Friarmouth or Fant rest of season. Give me Friarmouth right now. But you could argue Fant's going to get back into the uh, the mix. Who the F is trading Kittle for Judy? Where have you been? Where have you been? Where have you been, bro? It, it's something that can definitely take place. There's no way anybody's vetoing a Jerry Judy for Kittle trade. It feels very, as much as I like Kittle more, it feels very arguable. You can argue that side. My point is Kittle is a great piece to add in. Um, So like Kittle and Aaron Jones for CMC. Yeah, I mean, as much as I don't want you trading for CMC in some scenarios, I'd be okay with this trade. I'd be okay with this trade. I'd rather trade Christian McCaffrey for Aaron Jones and Hopkins. I'd rather be the one to get Aaron Jones and a big piece. I don't feel like Kittle is a big piece. Anthony, you may believe in Kittle. I understand Kittle if you if you believe in Kittle. I personally feel like he's too injury prone. The offense might have him block too much. He's too important as a blocker. They can they can scheme him out of the entire game just like that. I would rather use Kittle to make a trade. But I love acquiring Kittle for that reason. Mike Williams and Barkley are on the same bus. You can't trust them to stay healthy. Um, I, I, You know, Mike Williams, I'm a little worried about Mike Williams a little bit, but not enough to not buy him low because he's dirt cheap right now. I'll take the chance that he disappoints on the, the, the better chance, in my opinion, that he can bounce back and have a pretty good year. Now, why is Christian McCaffrey and da- why are Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey on these... On this list, on this show, the buy low, sell high. You can't buy Dalvin Cook low, Smitty. That's absolutely asinine. 
who's going to sell you Dalvin Cook low? First of all, not everybody on this list has to be a screaming steal, okay? Not everybody on this list has to be a person that no one on their, their right mind is going to sell. Dalvin Cook is undervalued if you've got Madison involved, and let me explain why. If you said to me here, let me let me erase this uh, and, and go to the marker board here and tell you how I feel about Dalvin Cook moving forward. And Dalvin Cook is a guy I've been extra critical of. Um, I've had worries about him staying healthy. He has been banged up, um, so it's not like those concerns were crazy. But if I'm ranking moving forward, if this is my uh, top five overall moving forward, this is my top five overall moving forward. I'm going to put McCaffrey in the sell high and list until I talk about him because he will be a sell high. Dalvin Cook's my number one overall moving forward. If you have Alexander Madison, so let me put plus Madison. If you've got Alexander Madison, this is my number one overall moving forward. Why, you ask? Smitty, how could you like Dalvin Cook number one overall? He's an injury risk because... No running back in fantasy football has a better backup running back handcuff other than Zeke Elliott and Zeke Elliott, who has Tony Pollard. And A.J. Dillon's kind of in that, that mix too. But ask me, ask me, answer me this question. What do A.J. Dillon and Tony Pollard have in common that d- does not relate with Alexander Madison? Tony Pollard and A.J. Dillon are already eating into the starter's workload. They're already eating into the starter's workload. They're not dormant sleeping giants. Alexander Madison, like A.J. Dillon, like Tony Pollard, is a sleeping giant. But they're active sleeping giants. Alexander Madison is dormant. He's not affecting Dalvin Cook. So when I talk about who's my number one overall player moving forward this is redraft it's very different in dynasty but it's dalvin cook with madison because he does not get affected by alexander madison even though alexander madison is a sleeping giant win a league player the combo of these two guys feels win a league if you're able to acquire it anywhere below what the 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 average asking price is so let's say somebody is they have Cook and Madison, but they're losing. And they need to get rid of one player to get two. They need to do exactly what I'm recommending people do. Trade one guy for two players. Take a swing. You Your hope's almost gone. There are people that own Dalvin Cook and Madison that are losing, that have three or four wins, that are willing to take a crazy gamble. And if you let somebody else make an offer and take advantage of this, and you see the email come through, that Dalvin Cook was traded to Bill from accounting and he gave up freaking Cordero Patterson, Brandon Cooks, and Debo or whatever. Or let's say Debo, Debo and Damian Harris and uh I don't know, Brandon Cooks. And you're like, what in the I could have got Dalvin Cook. If you don't take stabs, you won't know. You won't be the guy that, that slips in. And grabs a vulnerable, grabs a hold of a vulnerable situation 
by the owner of Dalvin Cook. So I like Dalvin Cook and Madison going forward as the number one overall player because of what Madison can do to this equation and, and what he doesn't do to it currently. He's dormant. He's not affecting Dalvin Cook. Elliot sharing carries. So while Pollard is a, a handcuff, he's already eating into the, the workload. A.J. Dillon, as much as I love Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones is a, a buy low for me. Wait, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones is a buy low for me, for sure. For sure a buy low. Absolutely. No question. Love him. Love him. I'm all about buying Aaron Jones low. But it's not like he's in this situation where his backup isn't even touching the ball. Dalvin Cook is the safest running back going forward if you have Alexander Madison. Who's my number two? Uh, probably JT. Um, who's my number three? I'd probably say Najee Harris. Who do you guys think the four and five should be? I would love to get this up for debate. Sage, I'm having this happen to me right now, Smitty. My friend is getting Cook for Chubb. Is that a steal? Look, Chubb's playing great. Um, I don't know that that's crazy. I don't think that's crazy. If you wanted to to value Chubb over Cook, I wouldn't call you insane. I don't think that's veto material. I think that pe- some people are giving away giving away Cook at a much lower value if they're in a desperate situation. But I mean, Chubb's Chubb's okay. that's that's not crazy. Eckler all day. Cup is top five easy. So Engage wants to put Cup number five. Eckler. Some of you are saying CMC. Eckler. So would you guys say Eckler? It seems like you're saying Eckler and then Cup. I can get behind that. I don't think he's the number one cup is. I mean, you could argue it is, but I think Dalvin Cook and Madison together are the easy number one. Isaac says Kamara. I'd almost say this. If it was me, Eckler and Kamara tied their cup cup right there at five, but a tie between Eckler and Kamara. That would be my ranking top five going forward. Now, as for CMC, he was the last one we haven't talked about, and then we'll go to Q&A and any other Super Chats. Are there any pending Super Chats that I missed? I don't think so. If you've got any Super Chats, drop them, and I'll, I'll drop them on screen here. Christian McCaffrey, uh, is there hope that this guy stays healthy? Absolutely. And this is what, what's his name? I forget his name that came in here and was always arguing with us on this topic. This is what he This is what he couldn't hear. He, he, was, he was so uh, tunnel, tunnel vision and tunnel focused is there a shot that Christian McCaffrey stays healthy into the top 5 overall pick or top 5 overall player the re- remainder of the year absolutely um who's JT really bro really Jonathan Taylor pal um Christian McCaffrey should be if he's healthy should be a top 5 overall player for sure 
The question is, will he stay healthy? The question is, can he stay healthy? The question is, can his body allow him to stay healthy given the workload that the the Panthers will certainly give him? Look, they limited McCaffrey coming back, and they still managed to limit him in the first half and kind of overwork him in the final couple drives. <laughs> like, they they don't know. They're like the Tennessee Titans. They don't know, know how to dial back using their star player. Okay? Um, so... Christian McCaffrey, to me, is a huge injury risk. Huge. It doesn't matter that he played one game and, and made it out okay. He's still a very, very big concern. Now, why is Christian McCaffrey a great trade away? A great player to trade away? It was it was Nick, yeah. Come on! Come on! Why is he a good player to trade, trade away? His value is only going up. His value is only going up. The man, The man was probably, if I had to say... I would say walking into uh, the early part of here's round one, round two. If we were to equate this uh, to rounds, walking into like week number nine, he was probably like around this range. Then when there was talk about him maybe not playing week nine, he slipped to like around this range. Then all of a sudden he's playing. Then he's like dipping into round one, but in round two range. Now that he's played, he's in round one. His value, CMC, is he has value inside round one. His value has only gone up. Has only gone up. So you have to ask yourself, what can I get for that? Can I go get, if Christian McCaffrey's here, can I go get a very doubted Tyreek Hill? What else could I package with that? What could I get? Could I get a, I don't know. Could you get a Patterson? Would anybody take, let me make that, that color. Would anybody take these two for Christian McCaffrey? I'd love to know in the chat what you guys think. And please punch the thumbs up on your way in. We got literally 250 to 300 people in the live stream here. And if you guys could do me a favor, if I'm giving you any value at all, you enjoy the show, you want more shows, you want this thing Monday through Sunday, you want this thing seven days a week at a, at a, at a consistent time, you want a Monday through Friday, two or three hour show every single day. If this is what you need, you crave, you want, you want better, uh, I, I, look at the studio, we're, we're, we're improving things as we grow. Every time we grow, I promise you things get better for you. And punching the thumbs up helps me. Who in here would take this? We got a yes, a maybe. Yes. Yep. Uzi says no response. I don't know if that's to me. I was offered CMC for those two exact. No response. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. Yeah. Isong says yeah. Um, makes no sense. Smitty, I'm not understanding why Zeke is a sell high. I just explained it in tremendous detail, bro. So you, you must have not been here. Because I, I, I imagine you'd understand it if you'd seen what I said, though. Unless you if you, unless you watch what I said and then you still want me to clarify. Come on! Hit the thumbs up! Come on! <laughs> Punch the thumbs up! Um, okay, so everybody's in agreement pretty much here. They would take Tyreek Hill and Cordell Patterson for CMC. Maybe a couple of you wouldn't. This is first round value to me. This right here. This right here. This, first of all, Tyreek Hill's first round value to me, even though a lot of people are, are saying he's not maybe worth that anymore. I disagree. I don't care what's going on. He'll he'll bounce back. 
You couldn't get this a week ago. You couldn't get Tyreek Hill and Cordero Patterson walking into early week nine when we were unsure if CMC was going to play, unsure if he was going to stay on the field, unsure if he was going to make it through the game. He did. He had over 100 total yards. And you'll get some people in here. And again, I forget what the guy's name was. A- Alex, whatever it was. He he didn't, doesn't, he wouldn't hear this. If he was in here, he'd flip out and go, oh my God, you're, you had 100 yards. Now you're telling people to trade him. His value's gone up. This right here, if Christian McCaffrey continues to ball out, you're not upset. You still get Tyreek Hill and Cordero Patterson. If Christian McCaffrey continues to blow up, in a 100-yard games, you get Tyreek Hill and Cordell Patterson. You don't care. You, maybe you're a little upset that it worked out for him too because everybody wants to make a, a crazy trade, right? Everybody wants to have the trade where everybody else is like, wow, he, he made out like a bandit. He's a good trader. So, of course, you're, you're kind of rooting against Christian McCaffrey if you trade him away. You don't want to see him do as well as the side of the trade that you got. No one wants to make an even trade. You're trying to beat the other guy. It, in a worst-case scenario, if these guys stay healthy, if he blows up, you break even. If he doesn't blow up, if he gets hurt, you crush it. Tell me where the downside is. Tell me why you wouldn't trade Christian McCaffrey at his all-time high, the highest he's been in a long time, coming off a 100-yard game. He returned. The doubts are kind of out the window now. Now is the time to trade Christian McCaffrey even more so than last week because I don't trust him. I don't trust him to stay healthy. It doesn't mean I don't like him. It doesn't mean I'm not grateful grateful for all that he's done. It doesn't mean I don't think that this guy deserves a, a, a round of applause, an hour-long standing ovation. We owe him a lot. Christian McCaffrey has been a beast for all of us for a long time. This isn't personal. This is about buying low and selling high. It's about being risk averse. It's about saying to ourselves, in a worst case scenario, the the return on investment is equal to this guy blowing up and the odds of him getting hurt are pretty high. So I say, give me Tyreek Hill, give me Cordero Patterson, give me Tyreek Hill, and who's another running back that we could throw onto this list that would make a whole lot of sense. Let's take Cordero Patterson out because some of you are kind of like, you like him, you don't like him. Let's say you can get James Conner. Conner and Tyreek Hill for, for CMC. I bet you could do that. I bet you could do that. And Conner was fantastic. And with Edmonds banged up and hurt for the next, you know, handful of weeks, this right here could be a great move. This is no-brainer type stuff right here. Tyreek Hill on the low. Go get Tyreek Hill now. Tyreek, you could go Justin Jefferson, James Conner. I would do that for Christian McCaffrey as well. Cordero Patterson and C- and, and Justin Jefferson for CMC. Give me it all day long. All day long. So sell Christian McCaffrey. Do it now. Do it live. And that's all I got for the week. 10 buy low, sell high. Now let's get to questions. Let's get to whatever you guys have for me. Hopefully that helped you. We got the buy weeks right here for week number uh, 10. Buy weeks in the corner. Giants, Texans, Bengals, and Bears.
Tyreek is a sell high in if anything the Chiefs offense is terrible this year says uh Snipe well Snipe that's where we differ and that's okay there's nothing wrong with it but I'm going to buy low all day long because it's packaged in bro it's packaged in you can buy him so much lower than the price anybody paid on draft day at some point the the scale tips man it's kind of like you think of it like this if you look at Tyreek Hill's value okay here's here's Tyreek Hill's value You've got Tyreek Hill on draft day. Hill's right about here. If I was to say, hey, I forget who asked that question. If I was to say, hey, I believe Hill's going to rebound. You should buy him right here. That would be crazy. That would be reckless. That would be not taking advantage of buy lows and sell highs. Hill could actually be bought if I had to guess around this value. That's a steal. Tyreek Hill at this value is an absolute steal. He's like half off, bro. That's like a whole round. He's going like number eight overall to now like number 18 overall. And so it's different. You know what I mean? Uh, Snipes, think of it like this. Do you remember when Dalvin Cook was during his breakout year? In the very beginning of my video, I have right here. This is the fantasy football top five running back. Top five running back. Top five running back. That part in the video, top five running back that year was it 2019? Was it 2018, 2019, I think. Dalvin Cook. He's in the intro of every video. Dalvin Cook had this kind of value the year prior. He was like number two, number one. That's where Dalvin Cook was being ranked in 2018, I believe it was. 2018, right here. Dalvin Cook got hurt. He fell all the way down to the third round for a little while. Early in the offseason, this is where Dalvin Cook's value was. So Dalvin Cook in 2019, the beginning of 2019, Dalvin Cook fell all the way down there. Everybody kept saying this, Snipes. They kept saying he can't be trusted. He's not. He's too risky to be a top five running back. He's too risky to be a top five running back. Look what I'm showing you, though. This is not a top five running back. This right here is a borderline running back too but people don't react to it snipes so what, I, what i'm trying to say is this right here at some point you've got to adjust your thinking and say well i'm getting dalvin cook so far away from top five running back value we can't use the whole dalvin cook's a risk anymore nobody adjusted and adapted we talked about how he was going to win leagues dalvin cook won leagues he eventually climbed to about this range about 2.10 but people won leagues drafting Dalvin Cook in 2018 at right around second round value so it was like right here so Dalvin Cook in 2019 won people leagues because the mentality no one adjusted and adapted nobody thought he's a running back two 
trapped or a running back one trapped in a running back two body. They just kept saying it's too risky. He's too risky. He's too risky. Same thing with 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 Hill. Hill's in the same track. Hill was getting drafted here. Everybody paid that kind of value for Hill. Now Hill can be traded for equivalent to trade value to draft value right here. So can Kelsey was getting drafted right here. Now Kelsey's being valued down here. Mahomes was being drafted in round. Let's see. Let me redo this. Patrick Mahomes was drafted. One, two, three, four, five. Mahomes is drafted right around here. Now Mahomes is valued right in here. Aaron Jones was drafted right around here. Aaron Jones can be had right around here. It's all about what value. <clears throat> Someone says they want me to clarify the Zeke take. Okay. Let's do it again. There's enough of you asking about Zeke. Let's go over it one more time. I like Zeke Elliott. I told everyone to draft Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott has delivered and lived up to expectations. We're all excited. We're all happy. Do I think you should get rid of Zeke Elliott low? No. Do I think you should trade Zeke Elliott medium rare? No. Do I think you should sell Zeke Elliott high? Top five running back high. I do if you can go across position and get like a Tyreek Hill. If you can go get a potential Justin Jefferson. If you can get a Diggs and a James Conner or something crazy. I would sell Zeke Elliott. I would sell Zeke Elliott. You're probably not going to get a running back at all. Um, thank you, Apex. Appreciate you, pal. You're probably not going to get a running back. And it's okay if you disagree with me still. Snipes, it's fine. It's okay if you disagree with me. There's nothing wrong with disagreeing with me. Nothing wrong whatsoever. Zeke Elliott, I worry about him staying healthy. I worry about the offense game scripting him out. I worry about Pollard digging in a little bit. Do I think he can be an elite top five running back the rest of the way in 2021 and then we avoid him potentially in 2022? Absolutely. Okay, that's why I'm not panicked. I'm not panicked. But do I sell him for Tyreek Hill right now while I can get away with it? Absolutely. Because I feel like there's enough concern about his health, the amount of mileage he's he's undertaken over the last, you know, his entire career. But definitely, the I think it's like, what does he get? 1,500, 1,600 total carries. After watching Henry fall, after watching a lot of the players drop off, after looking at all the injuries this year, to see him get banged up right now, to see him look exhausted, to see the Cowboys struggle at times, to worry about Dak Prescott. What if Dak went down? Zeke would probably go away. Zeke would probably bust on you. And not only are we worried about Dak staying healthy, there's some injury risk there for Dak. Like he's got the back, he's got all kinds of things. You worry about the ankle still. One hard roll up on that ankle. He's got like pin... He's, he had one side complete. He had both sides of that ankle uh, requiring surgery. I don't know if there's hardware on both sides, but it was literally like, like a severed ankle. One good roll up on that ankle, boom, Dax out. What happens when Dax out? Running game goes away. We've seen it. We saw it. Even when Dax in the game and the passing game goes out, which is essentially Dak going out, running game goes away. Zeke disappears. 
So to have multiple red flags, Dak, the offense being up and down, Zeke Elliott being a little banged up already, Zeke Elliott having workload that is beyond comfortable, it's time to say, hey, I'm not getting out. I'm not freaking out. But I feel like there's there's some significant red flags here, multiple for the offense and for Zeke's production to stay great. I kind of feel like it's the best thing to sidestep into a safer option if you can afford to. If your running backs can support it, go get a Tyreek Hill. Go get a guy that could be better than him in fantasy points, even if Zeke's tearing it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Zeke sidestepping into Tyreek Hill is no downgrade. Like, it's it's movement of players. It maybe puts you in a running back bind. And I don't really know all of your situations, obviously. So maybe you can't afford to do that. But if you can't afford to do that, if it makes sense, if you've got Cordero Patterson, who you hit a home run on in your draft, and he's been your flex, throw him into your running back too. Maybe you got JT as well. You did some good trade. And you got Zeke. And you, you trade Zeke for Tyreek Hill. You swap the points. You get rid of some of the risk. I don't consider the KC offense a big of, that big of a risk compared to comparatively to the injury risk that Dak has, that Zeke has, that the Cowboys offense the up and down of the offense has. It's just a lot of concerns when you can sidestep into a very reasonable buy low player like Tyreek Hill. This is probably the last week for some of you to make trades. And it's probably the last week to see all of these guys. The number of guys that you can buy low right now based off poor performances in Week 9, based off of knee-jerk reactions because of those poor performances in Week 9, we're not going to see this again. This is a very rare Week 9 where we're presented with a lot of open doors to buy low on a lot of different players due to a lot of just one bad game type situations that that make people have knee-jerk reactions this is rare to have this many players available to us in a buy-low scenario this deep into the season. You know what I'm saying? So it's not, yeah, it's not about do I think Zeke's going to bust. Am I, am I out here going, don't have Zeke Elliott or you're going to be sorry. You know, this isn't the Henry situation. Derrick Henry was, get rid of him, get rid of him. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Or Barkley, stay away, stay away. Zeke's different. Even even uh, Christian McCaffrey's a little bit different because I'm telling you, every time I talk about Christian McCaffrey the last week or two, you still hear me say, is it possible that if he stays healthy, he's a top five player? Absolutely. I tell you that every single time I talk about Christian McCaffrey. I'm not talking about Elliott like I did Henry. I'm just telling you, and I loved Elliott. I told all of you to draft Elliott, but my job is to change directions when I feel differently about something and not hold on to my preseason rankings and notions and just dig my heels in and say, well, I told you to draft Elliott, so if I tell you to sell him now, that means I'm a hypocrite or that means I'm not good at my job. No, it's actually very good to be able to be honest and change directions based on what you observe, trying to... uh, trying to see ahead of the curve where there might be a cliff or a pitfall and and it just feels like there's a lot of setup for disappointment if you don't trade this man good he's done great for us he's done amazing for us he's pulled his weight everybody made fun of us when we drafted Zeke Elliott and he's been dominating playing very very well I love Zeke Elliott we owe him a lot but it's time to react 
and just say maybe we we shop them for some of the amazing values that won't be there after this week Tyreek Hill will not be attainable for Zeke Elliott potentially down the road and your trade deadline's probably coming anyway you can't get an Aaron Aaron Jones and a I don't know Aaron Jones and Lamb Aaron Jones and Lamb for Christian McCaffrey you're not going to be able to get that look at that that would be a that would be a deal can anybody find this in their league? Does anybody see have Christian McCaffrey and see Aaron Jones and Lamb on the same roster in their league? If anybody has this exact scenario, and you'd be surprised at how many people have these exact scenarios in their, in their league, I would do this every single time. Uh, so the mighty wanted to know what you could sell Christian McCaffrey for. I would get this if this is sitting out there. I would take this in a, in a heartbeat, in a millisecond. Or if it's Hopkins, if it's Hopkins. Oh, and I didn't, even, I didn't even put Hopkins on this list or Kyler. You've got to be crazy. Kyler plus Hopkins. You've got to be kidding me. How did I forget to put Kyler on here? Because he's on a, because he sat out the week. He's on a, a, a personal day off. Took a PTO day. Kyler. <laughs> How did I forget Kyler and Hopkins, bro? Uh, I think I was looking at some of the stats this week when I was coming up with this list. But Kyler and Hopkins, put them on the list. You could get a Hopkins and Aaron Jones potentially for a CMC right now. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. The value is so high on Christian McCaffrey. Go get him. Smitty, you said to trade Henry about midseason, and you were right. Thank you, Legion. Appreciate you, buddy boy. Kyler is still top two to three option easily. I 100% agree, Jacob. This is probably, you know, I said Ky, uh, Tyreek Hill was my best buy low. Let me do this for the record because I want to, A, I'm probably going to grab this clip and put it on Instagram. So I'm going to need to, uh, where is this? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. And. Kyler and Hopkins. I'll say uh, Hopkins for sure, but I'll say these two. I'm going to put these big and bold and leave them on the screen for a second because I want you guys to take it in. Alex is about to take a lap right now with this question. After I Alex asked this question at the wrong time. <laughs> Here we go, Alex. Buckle up, pal. Buckle up, Alex. I'm leaving this on screen so that everybody takes it in, absorbs it, understands it. Smitty, where did you go? Alex, hang on, Alex. Buckle up, pal. Kyler Murray, Tyreek Hill. There are no better players to buy low right now in fantasy football than these two individuals right now. I'm leaving this on screen for a couple minutes here to emphasize my point. These two gentlemen... Right here are league winners at their buy low value. There are no better players to buy low. Could you see me now? Than Tyreek Hill and Kyler Murray. No one can win a league more than these two gentlemen right here at their current ADPs. Go get them. Go do it live. Now you know. And so on that note, Alex, Jalen Hurts or Kyler, Appreciate you, Alex. Don't get mad. Take a lap. Take a lap. Take a lap. Take a lap.
Kyler Murray. Um, D. Hopkins as well. We have D. Hopkins on the list. Um, I thought I'd put him up here. Hopkins for sure. Put Hopkins on the list. I almost want to put Aaron Jones. I'll put him in like the corner here. These are my top buy lows. And if I had to say another. Yeah, you know what? I don't care what kind of heat I'm going to get for it. These are my top four buy lows. And Hopkins is a close. Maybe I'll put Hopkins in the corner as well. Where did Hopkins go? Oh, there he is. These are my top. Five by lows. Aaron Jones. Kyler, Aaron Jones, CD, Tyreek Hill. There we go. These guys will win you leagues at their current value. Go buy Hopkins right now. Go buy Tyreek Hill right now. Go buy Kyler Murray right now. Go buy Aaron Jones right now. Go buy CD Lamb right this very second. There are no better buy lows walking into week 10 and out of week 9 than these gentlemen right here. DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray, Aaron Jones, C.D. Lamb, Tyreek Hill. Kyler Murray is a top 1-3 to three quarterback moving forward if he gets on the field and plays in week 10. And even if he doesn't, I'd still take the risk if my team could afford it. If I didn't need every single win and I could afford to make a little gamble. If you've got six or seven wins, why not go trade for Kyler Murray from a player, from an owner that's struggling and needs to make a move? Tyreek Hill is in my top, I'd say six overall moving forward. Hopkins is very undervalued, very injury uh, in, an injury worry right now, but so undervalued that he's worth going to get. Aaron Jones, same thing. He's so low in in people's rankings go forward. It's like it's like half off Aaron Jones right now. Aaron Jones could easily be a top five running back moving forward. Aaron Jones has that kind of value that fluctuates. One moment. He's a top five overall player to everybody because he has a three TD game. Then he doesn't have a three TD game, and boom, everybody and their mother doesn't want to have anything to do with Aaron Jones. Why is Zeke a sell high? I've already broke it down twice by people that came late and hit it up very early on, so you're going to have to rewatch the show, pal, um, because I've already put people through it twice. So please go uh, re-watch the show at the end of this and you will know exactly why to sell Zeke Elliott and why it's not panic time. It's just time to explore trading him and getting into like a, a, a hill, Tyreek Hill. Um, Joe Mixon. I'm indifferent on Joe Mixon. I probably sell him high if you can. If you look at Joe Mixon, we'll put Joe Mixon in the sell high column. If you look at Joe Mixon's game log, like you can't take away touchdowns from somebody. Where's Christian McCaffrey? CMC actually closed him out, I think. Um, if you look at Zeke El- or Joe Mixon's game logs, 
it's like 10 and 12 carries and then the two touchdowns. And I'm not saying you can take away those. What you score, you score. No one can play that game. Although if you took away his touchdowns or if you took away his 100-yard his hundred run, then he'd have you know no points. You can't play that game. But Joe Mixon's volume isn't ultra high. He still has a little bit of that. Like, is he the same guy? Um, you know, is he... Is he just getting a lot of good touchdown opportunities right now? And will those be there all year? They could be. You know, look at Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones lives off touchdowns. And and Aaron Rodgers consistently provides them. When Aaron Rodgers isn't in the game, look look what happens. People thought, okay, maybe they'll lean on Aaron Jones in this game. And I said to everybody, Aaron Jones is going to disappoint his owners. And you can buy low coming off the, the, the bye week. You've got Aaron Jones with a bye. You've got Aaron Rodgers not playing, and then Aaron Jones probably playing bad. Why, Why, Smitty? Wouldn't they just run the ball? Aaron Aaron Jones lives off touchdowns. He's a high-efficiency type guy, and so he needs the touchdowns. But Aaron Rodgers is a guarantee to get those touchdowns to him. Joe Mixon, if he has a similar situation where he continues to get fed touchdowns, he'll be efficient and be good and be worth what, you, know, what, you're, what you own him for right now. But I'd probably sell him high because he's getting a lot of touchdowns and not a lot of carries not a lot of production not a lot of volume they're just very good touches and for that reason i feel like it's a great so high um Devontae smith and daryl williams for hopkins and carter take hopkins and carter and it's like why would this even be debated bro demolition like i almost want to tell you to take two laps one one take a lap take, take a lap Take a lap take, take, for not take a punching lap. the offer already and take another lap because this is a victory lap, pal. This is a take a lap, take, take a lap. You've got take DeAndre a lap, Hopkins take, take a lap. at a very, very good price. The risk is all baked in, bro. Definitely go do that. Uh, how do I feel about Javante Williams? I love him, absolutely love him. Can't wait till he gets in there and gets the full volume. But will he? I mean, Gordon didn't do bad. We don't know if they're going to feed him more uh, carries coming out of this game because guess who Guess who got more carries than Javante? Javante had a 100-yard game, but Melvin Gordon still had more carries. He had like 21 to Javante's like 19 or 18. It was like four carries, I think, more than Javante. But if Gordon can't stay healthy, which is a certain, uh, a certain possibility of that, then it would be the door is going to be wide open. But Javante looks special. The runs that this guy makes is phenomenal. Start Javante or Moss. Come on, bro. Come on. What did Moss do this week to earn the start over a guy that just ran for 100 yards, bro, and looked phenomenal doing it? Like, why on earth would you even consider starting Moss over Javante right now? It's not even a debate. Um, Smitty, would you flip from who would I flip for Mixon? Uh, you know, go go to this list right here, bro. You know, would I try and do a package deal? Yeah, probably. Like Mixon and a, a Brandon Cooks for a Tyreek Hill. Uh, Mixon and I do Mixon for for you could probably get you could probably get Hopkins and something. You could probably get if you needed a quarterback. You could go the Patrick Mahomes route using Mixon if you could get another running back back or you had running back depth. You could get Jamar Chase for Joe Mixon right now, and I'd take Jamar Chase straight up for him. You could maybe get Aaron Jones for Javante, or Javante, uh, for Joe Mixon. You know what I'm saying, bro? Um, 
Thank you, Isaac. Non-PPR, AK and Damian Harris versus JT and Godwin. Give me JT and Godwin, bro. Even in non-PPR, give me JT and Godwin. Number one, JT might be worth a tad more in non-PPR than AK is. You know, like you move JT at maybe a whole spot in non-PPR, whereas AK, he can live in the non-PPR world pretty well, but he is a reception guy. Uh, and then on top of that, you you know, Chris, Chris Godwin over Harris, even in a non-PPR world, I think that's, you could argue it, but I'd rather have Godwin probably. So give me that JT side, pal. Um, Smitty, I traded Rodgers and Jones for Josh Allen and AJ Brown. Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones, I assume, for Josh Allen and AJ Brown. If so, I like that. I like that trade a lot. Still have Kamara, Henderson, and Mixon. Yeah, that's a good squad, bro. That's a real good squad. Devontae Smith, so high. I, I agree with that in some context, but I also think he's going to be a phenomenal player. And people have such high expectations because of how good Jamar Chase started looking in early, early on. And they're like, Smith, what's Smith doing? Okay, he's garbage. Give Smith some time. Very, very shaky situation there. Hurts uh, has been up and down. Not, not Devontae Smith's fault. He's still learning. I like him a lot. But yeah, in redraft, I'd potentially sell him high, I suppose. I'd sell anybody high. Have Zeke, J-Rob, Carter, Javante Williams. Should I hold or package? Who should I aim for? Uh, I, I just went on a rant, bro, about selling J-Rob and Zeke. So definitely rewatch the show to get a feel for my Zeke Elliott conversations. But like Zeke for Tyreek Hill, bro. I just I just do it. It's just, I, I figure it out. It's points, bro. And, and, you know, I assume that you're not like seven wins, Jimenez, or you probably wouldn't be asking the question. And given that J-Rob missed time, Javante hasn't broken out yet. I'm guessing, uh, I'm guessing that you probably, if Z, so yeah, I would go, I would go Hill and I would try and get using J-Rob. I would try and get, man, I wonder if you could get Aaron Jones. I wonder if you could flip Zeke, J-Rob, and like Carter for Aaron Jones and Hill. And then boom, you got a different team, bro. You got a different team. Um I appreciate that, Alex. I do I do like Matthew Berry's my dude. I don't know I don't know Greeny personally, but I, I Matthew Berry's a good dude. Such a nice guy. He gets so much hate. This is proof that when you get to a certain level of success like he is, where he's just, you know, he's the biggest face in fantasy, whether people like him or don't like him or whatever. Like, he's literally one of the nicest dudes, and people still, he's got so many haters, and he's one of the nicest guys. Um, Devontae Smith and Hawkinson for Zeke. I mean, I take Zeke in that scenario, bro. You know, I, I assume it's redraft, and then I flip Zeke for Hill. So then you're training Devontae Smith and Hawkinson for Hill. You see what I'm saying? This is kind of similar to my to my my trade I was talking about earlier when I said that I helped him. And I forget the name, the, the exact trade that he did, but this is the example that I'm, I'm giving you guys. Is if you have, uh, it was Eckler, right? So you wanted to trade. It was, you wanted to get Eckler. And you were trading Barkley. 
this trade couldn't get done. He's got way more value. So what if you added a Jerry Judy? Wouldn't happen. Wouldn't help you. This is nothing. Doesn't do anything. Doesn't move the, the meter at all. At all. But what if beforehand you traded uh, Judy and you got back Kittle? Now, granted, this is probably better, the better side, but this side doesn't crush the other. Like, you could argue this side. I would rather have this side. You would rather have this side. Anybody that knows what they're doing would rather have this side and redraft. But this is very doable. That's not extremely lopsided. If it came through an email saying this trade took place, you wouldn't veto it. You wouldn't complain. You wouldn't, you know, cry and moan about it. You'd be like, yeah, I'd rather have the Kittle side. Okay, just that simple move. Just that simple move. Now you trade Kittle and Barkley for Eckler. And all of a sudden, off of a move that looked like a, eh, yeah, it was, it's, I'd rather have Kittle, but it's not crazy. That move gives you an opportunity to do this kind of trade. And it's crazy. It's crazy what one other move can do to set up another trade. So don't ever think that every trade has to be one single trade. Sometimes there's two steps to one move and you have to think very deeply about it it takes a lot of hard work and you know i mean i i i don't think you could pull this off if you didn't get kittle cheap and then flip them it took two moves to make that work but someone's gonna think that looks pretty attractive if they need to make a move they don't know what to do um and they're not winning with eckler you give them a shot here. Okay, well, Barkley, I don't like Barkley over Eckler, but maybe you throw in Kittle and you're like, all of a sudden, it, it, uh, the psychology behind it makes you think differently about Barkley. You start going, well, now that I have this piece, maybe he could be as good as him. It's like it it adds something to the deal. So, Kittle and, Kittle and T for CMC, Anthony? Kittle and T Higgins? You can't get CMC for Kittle and T. Higgins. There's no way anybody's going to give you that. Thoughts on DJ Moore. I, I mean, feels like an injury risk. He looked like he was out for the year for a second last week and came back in the game. I, the quarterback situation is a mess. I don't know how much I, I love DJ Moore right now. I'd probably sell him if I could, if you could even sell him high. Trade Zeke and A.J. Brown for Henderson and Tyreek. That's that's tough. What, what do you think, chat? Would you rather have Zeke and A.J. Brown or Henderson and Tyreek? I feel like because you're doing a two-for-two, two, it's, it's kind of defeating the purpose and the upside of trading Zeke. Um... Mike says he's seven and two, another dub out of boy. Michael Carter buy low, sell high, probably in, in somewhere in between, bro. Kittle is gone. Gonna step it up and steal targets from Debo. I agree. If he stays healthy. So you trade Pollard, McNichols, Agnew for McLaurin. Give me McLaurin all day long, bro. Like all day long. That's what I'm talking about. Go get McLaurin. And let me let me give you an example of that one. So it, chat, can you tell me what you do in this situation? Tyreek. Plus Hendy, 100%. Hendo Hill. Hendo Hill. Go get Hendo and Hill, Zach. 
Let me let me talk about this this idea right here. Where was that? Uh, trade. Here we go. So here here's here's exactly the art of trading, people. This is the art of trading. Okay, watch this. Okay, let's say you've got. Let's say you've got. Um, Damien Harris. And you want to trade Damien Harris for, um, let's call it uh, Austin Eckler. How in the hell are you going to do that? <laughs> the answer is you can't. You can't. You can't. But you see things like this up above, where someone's trading let's just say this Damien owner is also trading this deal right here they're able to package Pollard they're able to package McNichols McNick they're able to package Agnew whoever and let's just let's even let's even make Agnew better let's call Fryermuth let's call it Fryermuth so Pollard McNichols and Fryermuth for McLaurin, who for some reason is very undervalued, okay? So this Damian Harris owner wants to make this trade for Austin Eckler. If you were to offer the Eckler owner Damian Harris, Pollard, McNichols, and Fryermuth, let's forget about the, the McLaurin real quick. If this Damian Harris owner decided to offer Pollard, McNichols, Fryermuth, and, and Damian Harris for Austin Eckler. The Austin Eckler owner would laugh in their face and tell him to shove it, roll it up real nice and tight, roll up your offer real nice and tight, and don't come back. But if this owner, this Damian Harris owner, traded Pollard, McNichols, and Fryermuth for McLaurin, which can get done, and then now goes to this owner here and says, I'll give you... Damian Harris plus McLaurin all for Eckler tell me in this chat that that might not be doable because it gets it gets more doable it gets more doable the more you make other trades the more potential you have to make deals done this was not attainable at all before that other trade that other trade set up this trade. You're essentially trading Damian Harris, Fryermuth, Pollard, and McNichols for Eckler. For Eckler. Or even if even if you took this out and you said this was Cordero Patterson, okay? Use the process, not the players. Some of you have different values for players. Patterson and McLaurin for Eckler. Might be doable. Point, point or give me another player that, that's that's on the verge then because it's not it's not the players I'm trying to emphasize here it's the process um and let's not, okay let's let's back up because I think everybody's focusing on the player names let's do Aaron Jones <laughs> Aaron Jones for Damian Harris 
I should have started that with the beginning. I shouldn't have used the player everybody loves right now. Dame Harris for Aaron Jones. Not going to happen. Trade Pollard. McNichols. McNick and Fryermuth. For McLaurin. Turn that into McLaurin. Now all of a sudden you're selling McLaurin. And Damian Harris for Aaron Jones. Is that better? Is that better? Does everybody feel better about that example? It's the process I'm trying to talk about, not the not the actual player. So this is what I'm trying to say. Damian Harris could never get you Aaron Jones. Damian Harris plus Pollard plus Fryermuth plus McNichols. Damian Harris plus those three would not get you Aaron Jones. Damian Harris plus McLaurin can. So there you go. You guys are funny, though. I I, I used a bad example because everybody loves Eckler and they didn't want to see that example up there. So I, I thought I'd correct it. Would J-Rob and Woods for CMC be a bad offer? Yes. I don't think anybody's going to give you CMC for that offer. I don't think Woods is near n- enough, bro. I don't think anybody's going to do that. That's not a big enough uh, uptick. Thoughts on Ayuk, CEH, rest of season? I mean, low upside, low risk. You know, or medium upside, low low risk, I suppose, if you're trading. Should I do Zeke and Mixon for Eckler uh, and A.J. Brown? Yes. Zeke and Mixon for Eckler and A.J. Brown. 100%, bro. 100%. Number one, Eckler and Zeke, I'd make that swap. And there's another, someone wants to know, hey, how do I get rid of Zeke? Um, if you want to get rid of Zeke and you're worried about him, and if you don't know why I'm worried about him enough to trade him, make sure you watch the show over because I already went through it in tremendous detail. Um, go attack Eckler and you're going to have to give up more because no one's going to probably do that straight up right now. So in this case, add a second player. There's a lot of a lot of players you could add that you could afford to give up that would make this trade doable. You know what I'm saying? So that's a good way to trade Zeke. Go for Eckler, give up something significant that you're okay trading that you know, it's good value, but you can afford to give it up. Do I think Elliot and Waller for Najee and or Eckler is good. No, I wouldn't give up Waller and Elliott for Harris or Eckler. Elliott's still very close, bro. And if, if, if Elliott stays healthy, he's fine. It's just a matter of, okay, can we sidestep into a safer player at a reasonable price? I'm not saying sell low on, on Elliott. If anybody comes back to me and says, Smitty, I did it. I took your advice. I sold uh, Elliott straight up for even someone I like, like Cordell Patterson. I'm going to say, bro, I had nothing to do with that. Don't tie me to that crap. You got to do the right trade. You got to make the right either upgrade or sidestep. I don't like downgrading Zeke. I don't want you to downgrade Zeke. I want you to upgrade Zeke. I want you to take Zeke and turn him into Tyreek Hill. I want you to take Zeke Elliott and turn him into Austin Eckler by giving up a little bit more to make it happen. I'm not asking anybody to dilute Zeke into a smaller uh, 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 option at all. Offer uh, your buddy offered you Aaron Jones for your Tyreek Hill. Um, 
I'd rather have Tyreek Hill right now, but I like Aaron Jones and I buy him low. Who do I trade Saquon or Damian Harris for? Uh, I probably trade both of them, bro, for any top three running back. You know, Cook and Madison together. I'd trade that that combo in a heartbeat for that. I'd maybe trade the combo for Hill and something, you know, significant at all. Uh, Hill, I like a lot right now as a buy low. Trade JT for CMC and Mike Williams. I would rather have... I'd rather have JT, bro. I like Mike Williams as a buy low. I don't need him in this context. Like, I, I'll take him in hopes that he blows up, but I don't need... He's not... He is risky enough to not worry about him with an upgrade. Pick up Peoples-Jones. Do I like JT and Peoples-Jones over CMC and Mike Williams? Yeah, I do. I like JT and Peoples-Jones more. You know, it's all about context, bro. It's not It's not, It's not. not Williams and nobody. It's who's, who's going to be starting with JT. What's the lineup look like? Peoples-Jones and JT is better than Chris McCaffrey and Mike Williams because of the risk to McCaffrey, bro. Smitty, what side are you taking Adam Swift, Javante or CMC, DJ Moore, and Najee Harris? Swift. Uh, is that Najee or Damien? I think it's Najee. I mean Damien. I think it's Damien Harris. Uh, I wish you guys would give me clarification on Harris. Because you guys say Harris a lot. And I, I'm pretty sure this is going to be Damien. Um, Adams and Swift or in Javante or CMC DJ Moore and Damien. That's actually tough. Thanks, Kevin. No problem. I'd probably say... Oh my God, that's a tough one. I'd probably say Adams and... No... Maybe Adams and Swift. That's really, really hard. I'd take the Adams and Swift side in hopes that Javante just carries you at the end. And, you know, Swift Swift has a shot at being a top 10 guy. He's got a lot of risk, but he's a t- chance of being a top 10 guy going forward. I mean, he could. He could. He's worth the gamble in this scenario. Jacob loves Javante. Hey, Smitty, what can we get for DJ Moore? Kyler Murray. Um, Hopkins. DJ Moore and somebody for Aaron Jones. I mean, there's a lot of ways. Go Just combinations of this over here. And if you got to add more to DJ Moore to get one of these guys, buy low, bro. Buy low. Trey Barkley and Connor and get Lockett and Hopkins. No. Bro, Connor's got a ton of, like, this is almost like, and I'm not saying that there's not value on the other side. I like Hopkins a lot, but he's hurt. You're buying him high. You're selling Connor low. Like, Connor, Connor alone right now, bro. Like, you're not respecting what you have in your hands, 84. You're genius that got Connor onto your roster. You have that, that sabotage syndrome, bro. Where you want to get rid of it before it breaks up with you. You want to break up with Connor before he breaks your heart. Like, Connor just dropped three TDs, bro. 
and 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 Edmonds is out, and you're about to trade Connor with Barkley for Hopkins when Connor right now should get you Hopkins straight up. And even in that scenario, some people might say, I'm not doing it. I'd rather have Connor over Hop. And I like Hopkins, but Connor's scoring touchdowns, bro. 11 TDs in nine games. You got to be out of your mind. Not you, but in general, to not see the value in Connor now that Edmonds is out and you're literally going to give him a bar. Like, I don't, I trade Barkley too. I trade Barkley. I trade Barkley. I trade Barkley. And I would entertain selling Connor high, but I'd also hold Connor. You know, that's why Connor's not on the sell high list because I'm not actively going to sell him. I'd sell anybody. So technically anybody, any player at all, any player could be on my sell high list. Even Josh Allen, who I love, could be on my sell high list if if anybody's willing to overpay. But Connor's not a guy I'm actively just like trying to sell because I'm worried about him for some reason. But Connor could get you Hopkins straight up, bro. Like you can't be giving him Barkley too. Sell Barkley. I like I like where your head's at, but not this trade. This trade is not it. Cook, CMC, Hill, Cooper, Kittle, D. Smith, Higgins, Flex, Tim, blah, 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 blah. Why not forget? Why not forget buy low, sell high, and ride it out? Uh, Cook, CMC, Hill, Cooper, Kittle. I'm okay with that, Peter. Your, t- your team's fine, bro. I-, I-, I like it, bro. Um, Blackbeard says, Matthew Berry is how I discovered you. Smitty mentioned you on the fantasy show last year. That's pretty cool, bro. Uh, <laughs> that's how you found me. He barely, he barely mentioned me though. And I don't think he said the fantasy football show. So how did you find me? Uh, Matthew Berry, when he was on, it was about, it was about Drake, which he was right about. And I was wrong about, by the way, but I think it was during the Drake show. And he said, uh, my good buddy, Smitty. You know, said Drake has, you know, upside or whatever. Talked about him. But I don't know that he said where I was from. The fantasy football show. So, Blackbeard, please clarify. I'd love to know how you came to find me based on him mentioning me on that show. Unless he mentioned me in a different way that I forgot. But that that was funny. I got a lot of DMs and emails that day. But like, bro, you were... uh, Matthew Berry mentioned you on on the fantasy show on ESPN. And, uh... So it's funny. I assume that's what you're talking about. Smitty, DJ Moore, and Pitts for Kelsey. I'd take, uh, I'd take either side on that. I'd probably take Kelsey, but Pitts is good, bro. Pitts is good. Uh, Slayer, Super Chat. Um, overcome, Super Chat. Sorry if I missed these guys when I was ranting. Isaac, thank you for the super chat a while ago. I think I'm caught up on super chats. If I missed any other than these two that I'm going to answer, please let me know and I will put them on screen. Uh, Buddy offered me Aaron Jones from my Tyreek Hill. I think I did get that one. Yes, I take Tyreek Hill side, but I do like Aaron Jones. I trade Damian Harris, Kittle, and Jeff Wilson Jr. Too much to get Dalvin Cook. Damian Harris, Kittle, and Jeff Wilson. (laughs) Slayer. Slayer. You're funny, bro. (laughs) Can I get... Can I get a reaction from... Vote vote for me. A level of 1 to 10. 
how much you would rather have Dalvin Cook over Damian Harris, Kittle, and Jeff Wilson. I want a level of 1 to 10 how much you'd rather have Dalvin Cook over Damian Harris, Kittle, and Jefferson. Drop a number, 10 being you'd love it, 0 being you'd hate it. Let's give Slayer a little confidence in this trade and let him know how how much we like this Dalvin Cook side. Like <laughs> Slayer. I don't know if Slayer's flexing. If Slayer, <laughs> if Slayer just wants to be like, so, I got Dalvin Cook for Harris, Kittle, and Jeff Wilson. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> I'm surprised there's not all tens. To be honest. I'm a little disappointed anybody didn't drop a 10. If you, if you drop something less than a 10, I'm not feeling not feeling really good right now about about this critiquing that you're doing, this this specific analysis of yours. Slayer. <laughs> Slayers. This is more appropriate. These are answers are more along the lines of accurate. Not to mention, Slayer, I don't know if you missed it when I did my top five overall rankings moving forward, that Madison and Cook is my number one overall player. Because of how important Alexander Madison is to the equation and how good he can become. And the, the normal the normal reaction people give me is, well, what about Pollard and Elliott? Or what about A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones? Because those handcuffs are just as good. They don't touch the they touch the production of their starters. Madison is a dormant top five running back if ever forced to go in there. Five to ten. Or top six to ten, if you will. He's dormant. He doesn't touch Cook's value. But if Cook goes down, Madison explodes. I don't know how I feel about the future though for Cook. I'll just say that in Dynasty. You know, and, and, you know, Madison I love, but what do we think of of Madison's, you know, will they for sure use him? Will Cook linger? Like, it could get bad down the road, but for 2021, boom. Uh, what do you think about trying to sell high on Nick Chubb? Look, I, I'd sell high on Nick Chubb, but the price would have to be right, you know. Can you get a Tyreek Hill and, uh, let's say, a Connor? Like, who in here wouldn't take James Conner and Tyreek Hill for Nick Chubb? I would. I'd take that in a heartbeat. A millisecond. I'd bank on Conner over Chubb at the expense of getting a Tyreek Hill. You know? Like, that's the kind of move you make, bro. That sell high on Chubb? Yes. I sell high on Chubb if I'm getting Tyreek Hill and James Conner. I sell high on Cooper Cup if I'm getting Tyreek Hill and James Conner. Like, those are moves to make. Those are great moves. Uh, should I do AP and Mooney for Jarvis and Mike Davis? Should I do AP and Mooney for Jarvis and Mike Davis? <laughs> I think crying emoji was fitting there because, bro, talk about just, at, let's say like asking a kicker question. <laughs> Saeed. Uh, give me AP and Mooney over Jarvis and Davis. First of all, I don't know Jarvis stays healthy. Number two, I like people's Jones over Jarvis. Number three, 
two, three, whatever number we're on. Mike Davis doesn't do anything anymore. I'm not Mike Davis. I'm done with Mike Davis. Uh, AP touchdown potential. Moody, he's got potential. I'd I'd rather have AP, so I do it for AP. And and it's it's not a crazy cool trade, but you know I understand, man. You you're trying to make the 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 best deal you can in the final hours of your trade deadline. Who's trade? Uh, everybody drop a number. 10, 11, 12, 13. What week is the final week you get to trade? Like, is it if it's this week, put week 10. If you can trade going into kickoff the next week, put week 11. If you if you get another week, put... I want to know when your trade deadline ends after what week. Not not the week it ends, but like, if you can trade week 10, put 10. If, if you can trade during going into week 11, put week 11. So Big Trev says his trade deadline ends right after this week 10 kicks off. That that sucks. That's a little early. I think week 11's pretty good. Ten, 9 and 10 is crazy. Joseph says 12, the 12th of this month. So 12, 12, 14, 12. So it looks like we're doing buy low, sell high. For two two more weeks after this week, and then then what I might do, what would you guys like in place of buy low sell high? If if I had to uh, create content, would it be start bench, like show like who would you start this guy like what would you prefer? Like we kind of do that every show anyway, the start bench stuff. So is there a specific topic? I mean schedules could help, but at the same time. You're already going to have these players on your team. You need some rest, Smitty. You're kicking ass, but you're one wrong question away from running out of the house, streaking like Will Ferrell in old school. Um, Yeah, I suppose. I suppose, bro. But there's no, there's no slowing down, D2W Stew. And how are you feeling, by the way? Glad to see you in here. Increase and decrease value. Yeah, but that, that kind of relates to trading, though. You know, like, you can't do anything about it. If you've got players that are on my decreased value list, I think what happens is I just start doing a lot of, like, 2022 content and, and Dynasty content mixed in with question and answer session for, for weeks, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15. I don't know. Does that sound good to you guys? Would you guys like to hear, you know, like, 2022 mock drafts? Which could also help you dictate and determine where I value guys moving forward because it's going to encompass a lot of what I feel guys are, how they're going to finish will determine how I like them in 2022. I don't know. Um, rest of season rankings sitting. Rest of season rankings. How about rest of season rankings each week? That could work. That's good. I like you. You guys have said it enough. You got like four people that agreed on that topic. So that to me tells me that that's what you want. I did a mini little survey. We did a double confirmation survey. <laughs> and I got four answers in a row. Locking it in. The topic's locked in like a like a, a double confirmation mock draft. Uh, top five QBs. I got you right here, pal. You want, you want my top five QBs rest of season? I'm going to go with this little number right here. I'm going to say number one. Let me see. Oh, I don't have the screen. Top five quarterbacks moving forward. Rest of season. 
rest of season QB ranks. One, two, three, four, five. Ready? Here we go, Broski. You guys are gonna I think you guys can be a little surprised by this. I mean, this this can encompass like a tie between Burrow, A-Rod, a grip of different players. But if I had to predict my weeks 10 through 17 rankings going forward, I'm going to say Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, so forgotten, so written off because he's been banged up. Um, Brady, I mean, Brady's right here. I'm not low on Brady, guys. I mean, Brady, that's 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 a really close, like, 6 to 10. There's nothing wrong with being number 6, you know? Burrow, Brady, A-Rod, Dak, all very, very close. Um, I mean, if I put Dak and Brady here, you guys would say, what about Lamar and Herbert? <laughs> if, I put, uh, if I put Lamar and Dak here, you'd say, what about Brady? If I put Brady... And Lamar here, you'd say, where's Herbert and where's A-Rod? Like, we, we literally could do this dance all night long. Um, <laughs> like, it's so funny how shocked people get. And the ranking shows are always the craziest because people are like, you've got to be kidding me. I can't believe this. How could you have my player not ranked high? Where's my player? Where's my player? Tell me where my player is right now. <laughs> like... Like it's not like Burrow, like Burrow and A-Rod aren't capable of outscoring Brady. Like it's for sure possible. Like Herbs can't outscore Lamar. It's 100% possible. Should I try and trade CMC for Swift and Jamar? I would take Swift and Jamar over, over Christian McCaffrey. Eduardo's got it nailed. He says, yeah, a lot of people just don't want to, they want to hear their quarterbacks talked about. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny though. Like really. Like, if someone said to me, Smitty, I got Brady 4, I'd be cool. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I know what time it is. Lost Henry in a 10-team 10 10 league PPR. Running backs are Patterson, Clyde, AP. Wide receivers are uh, Chase, Jefferson, Keenan Allen, Gesicki, Waller. What running backs do you think you can go after? Uh, I would definitely attempt to... Sell one of Gesicki and Waller. Maybe you can sell Keenan Allen on the high. That would be pretty awesome if you could do that. Um, Jefferson potentially on the high. What I would look to do if I'm you is I'd go to the Hopkins owner, see who the Hopkins owner has at running back. Is there a way to do a two-player for one of yours? Is there a go-to? you got to find a player that is literally 
your target of the trade. Aaron Jones would be my target. What players does the Aaron Jones owner have like to, to mix in as a wide receiver? Can you get a Lamb and Aaron Jones for uh, for a Jamar Chase or a Jefferson? Maybe, bro. Can you get a Hopkins and you know Connor for 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 Jefferson or um, Jamar Chase? Pro- probably. Um, could you get a Diggs and you know a Diggs and um, Swift for Jefferson or Chase? Maybe. Can you trade Patterson and Gesicki or Patterson? Yeah, Patterson and Gesicki for you know how about can you trade Waller and Patterson for Eckler? You know potentially. Those would be things on my mind. Saquon and T. Higgins for Eckler. I'd take Eckler in a heartbeat if you could pull that off. Patterson, Mitchell, and Daryl Williams for Dalvin Cook. I would take that in a millisecond if you could get Dalvin Cook. I just ranked Dalvin Cook as my number one overall player moving forward if you have Madison cuffed to him. Um, Isong says, Ever since I had the... the uh, C list thing Um, I've been sneezing like crazy and the headaches Adams for D-Hop and Hendo Adams for D-Hop and Hendo give me D-Hop and Hendo bro I take that I take that that's really really good Adams for D-Hop and Hendo I like that when do you think Clyde is coming back I don't know bro we're still waiting I think they give him look at look at Herbert look how good Herbert did and they gave their job right back to Monty I think it's still possible that Clyde could get his job back but uh, you gotta have a little bit of like you gotta curb your expectations a little bit and just not be you know expecting it but it's possible and people that want to crap on Clyde Clyde had two straight 100 yard games with touchdowns in each game before he went down and got hurt and I, you know, I still have hope that, that his, his talent is immense. I, I think people don't give him enough credit for how good and skilled this man is. You know, there's still a chance that he doesn't do anything. I get that. I understand that. I accept that. But I still hold out some hope. Brown or Gesicki, rest of season. Brown or Gesicki. I don't know what Brown you're talking about, bro. It could be AJ Brown. It could be Antonio Brown. It could be... John Brown. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the the you know the thing, bro. You know the thing. We don't, I don't say the word because it just takes over all of your advertising, bro. All the warnings about you know you know what I'm saying. I I, I caught I caught the cold, bro. The 19? The whole family had it. Need W's. Should I sell one for two or trade two for one studs? Need W's. I mean, I always sell one big stud for two, bro. Anytime you can. Like, that's what the buy low is all about. Sell high. Sell McCaffrey, like we've been talking about the whole show, for getting a Hill and a Connor, James Connor. Getting Jefferson and James Conner, getting Aaron Jones, and can you get a can you get a CD Lamb and Aaron Jones for a CMC? You know what I'm saying, Broski? Debo for Jefferson, of course. 
I mean, I've been saying that all year. You think I'm not going to take that now with Debo potentially? I think dropping Dak back down to earth. Yeah, I guess we can call it the 19. Yeah, the 19. I, I got the 19 because I don't think that's going to take care. If you say the actual full illness, the you-know-what 19, it takes over all of your advertising, bro. Like, it... Everything you're talking, the whole show, this whole two-hour show is going to have nothing but, you know, sponsored, you know, warnings. And and it's just like, it's just ridiculous. Because they're afraid you're going to misinform someone. So you got to, they got to take over and tell them for you. <laughs> I'm lambed, broski. You're lambed. What happened? I'm about to sell him. He's killing me. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Speaking of just being exhausted, I got to roll. <sighs> yes, Anthony, I did. I appreciate all of you being here. As always, ask a question in the comments. I'll try and stay up tonight. And every single one of the early questions I get on this video, so not in the live chat, but on the comments of the video, I will try and answer all the ones that come in the next hour. I'm going to go eat something, get a little snack in about 20 minutes, come back and see what comments you guys have left me. There's 226 of you in the room. If you could please punch the thumbs up on your way out, I would appreciate that. And if you would leave me a question, there's two, there should be 226 questions, comments after I'm done in my comments, because if you got a question and you want me to answer it, I'm telling you, I'll answer it tonight. You know, leave a question, leave a question and I will answer it. Um, right now we currently have, uh, how many thumbs up we got? 135. We have 226 of you in here. Don't lamb me like that. Don't lamb me like that. Basically watching for two hours in one minute and you can't, you can't give me one lamb. <laughs> you can't lamb me one time. <laughs> Just punch it. Punch it. Click the, click the little X. Close out the live chat real quick. Punch the, the thumbs up and lamb smitty. Get lambed. Get lamb. Lamb your boy smitty. He deserves it. Punch it. Let's see how many people lamb me with that pep talk. How many people lambed? Like 10? Out of the 200... And 26 people in here. 10 people lambed me. <laughs> Alright. I'm going to go eat something. Come back and answer all your questions. So drop me a question in uh, a second when I end it. Just drop a comment. Appreciate all of you. I will see you tomorrow. Live Tuesdays and Thursdays at 5pm to 7pm Eastern. Thank you for lambing me, Alex. Thank you for lambing me, Anthony. Drew lambed me. Legion lamb me. Dano gave me a lamb. Uh, I'm going to go. That's not bad. 5%. I'm going to go eat. Come back and answer every one of your questions. We got how many people watching still? 192. I better see 192 questions when I'm done. Later. <laughs>